What's happening, guys? Chael with the glasses. Little, little self-conscious, but let me introduce myself. I didn't know I had to do that, by the way, John Morgan. I was in the back and I said hello to Fedor, who introduced himself like he was meeting a stranger. So I thought I should do that before I go any further. Thank you all for being here. And please join me in welcoming the man that makes this all possible, the president of Bellator MMA, Mr. Scott Coker. All right, as Scott gets himself comfortable, please let me bring out the co-main event, which happens to be for the championship of the world. Let's start with a contender, Anatoly Kotov. And Anatoly's opponent is the champion, Johnny Eblen. And guys, for the main event, starting with the challenger, the legend, Fedor Emelianenko, and his opponent, the sitting heavyweight champion of the world, Ryan Bader. And I think that uh, Scott Coker has some remarks to share with the audience today. Great, thank you, Joe. Just want to thank the media for coming to today's press conference. Uh, this is a very special moment for the company. Um, I'd like to thank um, CBS for giving us this opportunity. Thank Mr. George Cheeks uh, and Paramount Plus as well. I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Monster Energy Drink. Uh, I think that um, that's the official uh, energy drink sponsor of Bellator. Uh, when I think about this fight and what it means and the historical significance of this event, it's really a special moment for myself personally to see Fedor. I mean, he was fighting in Pride. He was fighting in different organizations uh, before we started working together. But since I want to say 2008, 2009, we've I think we've done probably eight, nine, ten fights together, maybe more. And to see this career. Um, over all those years, uh, and, I, and I just recently went back and watched him fighting Mirko. Went back and watched him fighting Kevin Randleman, him fighting um, Noguera. I watched him fight Andre Olowski. I mean, the 10-year run of undefeated fights where uh, you know, he was fighting the baddest people on the planet, because at that time, Japan had the best fighters in the world. Uh, it's very impressive, and, and Ryan, again, Ryan's been on a tear. He's doing, been doing great things especially in the heavyweight division, and to be the two-belt champion at one time and, and win our tournament, and this is going to be a rematch. Really looking forward to it. Um, and so this is going to be a great night. It's going to be a monumental event for the company. I look forward to uh, Saturday night being live on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and I don't want to waste any more time. I'd just like to open up for questions at this point. Scott, could I, could I start with the first question? Because I, I just sure. a real quick personal story, guys. I got my plane was delayed. I end up getting in here about 2 a.m. Now, we have a guy at Bellator who is one of the unsung heroes behind the scenes named Danny Brenner, whose job it is to get me accurate information. So I get up to my hotel room when everybody's asleep, and Danny has sent me a promo telling me there's a guy named Anatoly Kolov who's won his last seven fights. As a matter of fact, he's won 24 of his last five. That can't be true. So I'm trying to get a hold of Danny to tell him I'm going to be on in the morning. I've got to have accurate information. It turns out... He has won his last seven, and it turns out he has won 24 of his last 25. I used to pretend to have a good record, and I didn't pretend it was that good. And I just want to ask Anatoly, I don't know what you do with a guy that's won seven in a row. I don't know what you do with a guy that's won 24 of his last 25, because frankly, I've never met that guy. But I guess you bring him to CBS. I guess you put him in a co-main event spot, and I guess you give him a championship shot. Anatoly, is it about time? Too fast? Was it too fast? Can you get just part of it? Just part of it. 
Anatoly, is it about time you fight for the title? There's my question. Yes, I think so. I'll take it, my friend. I'll take that. And I've, I've got to go to the champion because, Johnny, as I sing the praises of your opponent, it's hard for me to put myself in your shoes and to imagine being more intimidated or seeing a bigger uphill battle than Gegard Masousi, a mountain that you already climbed. So when you do look at somebody like Anatoly, how do you feel? Is that a bigger challenge or is this just a defense? It's just another challenge, uh, another step in the right direction, and it's the reason I called him out in the first place. Uh, I knew about his record. I knew he was 7-0 in Bellator. I know he's really good. So I want to take him out and put on a show in front of all you fans and on CBS. Well, thank you, champ. And, and speaking of calling out, uh, I think it's one of the most interesting things about our main event, how we got here. This wasn't a matter that Ryan Bader asked for this fight. This wasn't a matter that Scott Coker went to put this together. This was Fedor Emelianenko using whatever goodwill he had to ask for one last opportunity, and he wanted it to be against the champion, and he wanted it to be in a rematch. And there's an interesting statistic going around perhaps you guys have heard. Fedor Emelianenko has never lost to the same man twice. Ryan Bader has never lost a rematch. So something has to give, right? And that storyline just always seems to work. But I would like to ask Fedor, in hindsight, with everything that you've been through. How important, not only is the championship, not only is the rematch, but how important is it to have a good performance in your final match? Спасибо, Чел. Я бы, конечно, хотел, очень хотел победить в этом бою, но как Бог даст. Thank you, Чел, for the question. Of course, I want to compete at my best, and with the God help. Thank you, Scott, and thank you, Bellator, for letting me have this opportunity to fight the champion in my last fight. And to, at this point, to finish my career. No matter what the result is going to be. Thank you, Ryan, for taking this. We'll see you on Saturday. Thank you, Fedor. My final question would just go to our champion, uh, Ryan Bader. Ryan, you've been one of the most dominant and most successful fighters uh, of the last half a decade over in Bellator, but you were pulling your body, you were pulling your physiology between 205 pounds on up to 265 pounds. I realize you didn't get to the limit, but you get my point. And now that you have settled in at heavyweight and only at heavyweight, uh, how do you feel about that? And was that the right decision? Yeah, you know, my old coach Aaron Simpson said, you know, hey, why don't you try heavyweight at some point? And um, I, it was an unknown. And so came over to Bellator and did exactly what I wanted to come over here and do and have opportunities. So heavyweight Grand Prix presented itself. You know, I said, hey, why not? What do I have to lose? You know, and I went in there. I'm like, are these guys going to be that much bigger, hit that much harder, you know, and so I, I went through that tournament and realized, you know, I belong here. And towards the end of my 205 pound career, cutting too much weight and I, you know, I, my ego was involved. I'm like, I can do it. I've done it my whole life. And got to the point where it was more like a why. Yeah, I had the belt when I lost that belt. Okay, I'm going to move on. So 
now fight week, I'm having fun. I feel energized. I'm able to eat throughout, you know, fight week and not cut 30 pounds. And I kind of saw the, you know, the benefit of doing that. And I feel great. I feel up my natural weight. I feel fast. I feel strong. And I can compete with any heavyweight out there. I followed Ryan's college career. He was a 97-pounder, moved up to heavyweight, and had similar uh, and better results is one of the reasons I asked that question. Guys, can I open this up to you all? First question, please. Yeah, I'd like to start with Ryan, please. Ryan, obviously this is a huge uh, event here, but obviously as people talk about this card, it's Fedor's retirement fight, right? I don't hear a lot of talk about it. it's Ryan Bader's next title defense and look at what he's accomplished. I know you're respectful of him as the legend as he is, but does any of that frustrate you that maybe people aren't talking about you enough ahead of this? No, he deserves it. You know, he's a legend of the sport and respect that man and what he's done for the sport and he's a good human being, you know. Um, yeah, don't get it wrong. I know walking in there that you know, I'd be doing the same if I'm watching, you know, Fedor's last fight. I'm cheering for him. I, I like to do that. I like to see these legends go out on top. You know, we've seen a couple of them retire in this last month, you know, and uh, make no mistake, I know, you know, people are going to be rooting for him, you know, but on the flip side, I have a job to do, and my job is to go out there, you know, spoil that party and go out there and, and do what I came here to do, retain that belt, win that fight, and, you know, move on, you know, and, and hope all the best, and there'll be respect there no matter what. Uh, obviously a rematch four years in the making, but you only saw 35 seconds of him, right? So I'm just curious, I mean, how much can you take out of that first experience? I mean, is it just a mental thing, or did you, did anything tactically you take out of that first fight? There's a few things, you know, 35 seconds, there's one punch thrown. You know, it's, you can't take much. I'm, this is a whole new fight. And every fight I go out there, you know, thinking, you know, I'm fighting 25 minutes, you know, the, my opponent's the best he's ever been, you know, and that's the way to approach a fight, you know. Um, I, I'm not resting on what happened last fight. I can't bring you know, that fight into this fight or anything like that. Um, you, I, I picked up a little stuff, you know, his quickness and everything like that, you know, and with our game plan last fight of like, you know, where's that line kind of deal. Um, but um, whole new fight, 35 seconds is not much you take away. Thanks, Ryan. And for Fedor, please. Um, we don't think of you as an uh, outwardly emotional person most of the time, but is there special emotion behind this fight, knowing it's the, the last time? Yes, I keep Yeah, I'll be very happy to finish it. If we could just ask you how you approach this fight tactically, because it is a rematch, but you know, didn't, we didn't see much the first time. So, did, were there big changes needed in strategy, or did we just not see enough last time? Ну, в этой подготовке было все совсем не так, как в прошлой. Вот вся, вся подготовка прошла у нас, у меня с моей командой. This camp was completely different from the previous one. The whole camp was in Staria School with my team. Но много было обычных, скажем, таких явлений, как то, например, оформление визы. But there were some, you know, problems on the way, as one of them was the visa that I could not get on time. I had to go to two different countries, uh, you know, to two different American embassies to get a visa this time. And passport me my visa I got at the airport right before I was checking in on my flight to the United States. I had some difficulties this time.
Just lastly, I want to ask one for Scott. Thank you very much, Fedor. Um, you, obviously, we talk a lot about the history with the man sitting beside you, but it's, it's a historic event for Bellator as well with the CBS debut. So I'm just curious, you know, kind of what this event represents to you and, and what you feel like it means like in the history of the promotion. Boy, I tell you, this is um, a, a big event. It's monumental. It's something that um, just shows and reinforces all the hard work we've put in for the last five, six years. This is the, the best fight roster we've ever had, the deepest fight roster and the most talented. Uh, I'm really proud of our Bantamweight tournament that uh, we're, you know, ongoing right now. We just announced a lightweight tournament, which I believe is going to be an unbelievable, you know, tournament with with AJ in there and Usman and and Pitbull and and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of really good talent in there. So if you look at this company from top to bottom, the roster is really healthy in in, in the division. Then and these guys can compete against anybody in any league. I believe we have uh, some of the best fighters in the planet and. Um, you know, we went to Ryzen and we had a great outing there in, in December. But it's just one it's just one victory after another and, and I think it starts with the roster and it took, you know, four or five years to build that roster. Now that it's here we're able to put on these great fights and this is gonna be another great fight on, on CBS and Paramount Plus on Saturday night. Over here. Um, for Fedor, uh, Obviously, congratulations on a great career, regardless of what happens on Saturday. But for you, is there a moment or a fight or just something that you're most proud of? Like when you, when you look back on your career, what's going to mean the most to you? Uh, тем, что они скоротечные, досрочные победы, но в моей сам, один из самых таких вот запоминающихся для меня это бой с Антонио Гуэрой за звание чемпиона. And uh, earlier today, Scott announced um, on the MMA Hour that I think 11 of uh, your fellow legends are going to be in attendance and join you in the cage after your uh, fight. I guess, what does that mean to you to have so many um, MMA pioneers and luminaries there to support you? Спасибо, конечно, всем именитым бойцам, легендам спорта, что они придут поддержать меня. Вот, я очень рад, очень трогатель, трогательный момент, конечно. Uh, yeah, I'm really thankful that uh, all these legends and all these guys who I know for years and ages are going to come and support me, and I'm really happy about that. Я буду очень рад, конечно, повидаться, пообщаться с I'm going to be very happy друзьями, to see them, talk to them, my с friends. С теми, с кем я, я выступал, или, или непосредственно в ринге, или параллельно где-то. With those who I compete inside the cage or like, you know, outside or at the same time. Thank you. And for Johnny Eblen, um, we just talked about CBS here. Uh, I think for you, competing on the same card with Fedor and, and holding that belt, can you talk about the opportunity this is for you to, to maybe build your brand and build your star power? It's a wonderful opportunity. The fact that, I be, uh, that I'm a part of this card uh, on CBS, uh, fighting on the same card as the legend of, uh, of Fedor and Bader. So, I mean, this is a big card. A lot of, a lot of eyes are going to be watching, and I'm excited to put on a performance and have fun. And for Ryan, I know initially when we started to talk to you about this fight, I think it was in Phoenix uh, last year, you kind of said, ah, you know, I had already beaten him and, and stuff like that. So I guess what was the turning point for you? Was it the retirement fight? Was it just, um, you know, money? Was it, I guess, what, what, what do you have to gain here that you felt like you should sign up for? 
You know, just, uh, yeah, at first it kind of felt like that way, and then started thinking about it. And then, you know, being on CVS was a big factor, you know, and then starting to think through it a little bit. And, you know, anytime you're in a, a Fedor fight, it's a huge fight, you know, and uh, proud to be a part of his legacy and him part of mine, you know, and, and I came you know, to his company for opportunity, like the heavyweight Grand Prix, you know, um, like these kind of fights, these big fights, you know, it, it's hard to turn down a Fedor fight. And so um, I didn't necessarily know it was going to be my, his last one, you know, right at the beginning. But um, one of those things where I got more excited about it. And then when it, it finally put pen to paper, you know, I was all in and I uh, can't wait for it to be on CBS. You know, been waiting for this for a long time and and uh, back in there with the with the legend. Thanks. And last one for Anatoly. Um, what does it mean to you to be able to, to share this moment uh, with your coach, your your uh, your mentor here in his final fight? Для меня это очень круто, очень здорово. Федя для меня очень родной, дорогой человек, и я ну, очень рад, что буду присутствовать на его последнем крайнем поединке. Вот. Очень круто. Yeah, I'm very happy that um, you know I have the opportunity to fight at the same card because he's a pretty much family to me. So I'm really happy that they're going to have this opportunity. Uh, first question is for Scott. Uh, so there are a lot of notable heavyweights that are floating out there. And with all due respect to Chell's backstory of how this fight was made, did you uh, present names like a JDS or an Overeem or Barnett to, uh, to Fedor as potential opponents for this fight? We did. We, we went through, you know, four or five different names. And, and he kept saying, I, I want to fight Ryan Bader. And that's, you know, I want to fight for the title. And I want to you know, and go out and see if I can still compete at this level and and, and test the best in the world. So he, he kept bringing Ryan Bader's name back up, and um, that's really what the catalyst was, and eventually we, we made the fight. Now, <clears throat> as someone who lives in the Los Angeles area, I definitely appreciate that the event is local to me, but um, was there a reason why this fight was put in Los Angeles, you know, with Fedor's backstory being international and having such a a prominent international career. Why Los Angeles? Yeah, we could have done this fight anywhere in the world, but uh, we knew that we had an opportunity to be on CBS television and Paramount Plus. And, um, you know, we're located here. Bell I mean, Bell Bellator is located here in the Viacom offices uh, on Sunset and Gower. And I just felt that this was the right fit. And the LA Forum, uh, Fedor has fought there before. We've done very well. Um, but to be in a major television market and a media market like at Los Angeles just seemed to make a lot of sense. Uh, next question is for Fedor. So you've definitely had a lot of um, potential opponents that fell out or negotiations broke through. Out of names like a Brock Lesnar or Josh Barnett, uh, is there any particular fight that you really wish you could have if you could redo your career, that one opponent that got away? Who, who would that be? Uh, no, I had a great career, thanks God. Okay, if some fight didn't happen, that's, it shouldn't be happening. So it didn't happen for a reason. Understood. So um, one last question I wanted to ask you, Fedor. Michael Jordan once said when he retired, he just wanted to eat junk food and get a pot belly. Um, do you have any plans like that when you when, when you wake up 
the day after the fight and you're no longer a professional mixed martial artist? Is there just something you're going to do that you wouldn't do otherwise? First of all, is my family, my team, and I have uh, I'm president of the uh, Union of MMA in Russia. It's an amateur league. And just just sport. And, and plus, I'm a student. I have to finish the university. Another one. <laughs> I mean, I think we've talked about this in, internally, and, and basically, you know, the decision was, <coughs> excuse me, was if Fader wins the uh, the fight, then uh, he would be he would stay the champion until we have a contender fight, and then the contender fight would dictate who would fight, and then the, we had, we would have another match at some point in the very near future, and um, that would be the the new champion. But this is Fader's last fight. And it's, you know, he's going to go right off into the sunset, and we will crown a new champion at some point. And uh, for Ryan, Chell mentioned that Fedor's <coughs> never lost to the same guy twice. He's actually never even had the chance to avenge a loss. He's never had a rematch with a guy he's lost with. So I'm curious, do you feel in some way that Fedor is hunting you uh, down, and does that affect your preparation for this fight, knowing that this legend wants your belt? I mean, no, every, every fight we go in, you know, um, I fought for a title every single time I've been in Bellator pretty much besides a couple of Grand Prix, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I walk into that cage the same every single time, you know, that guy wants to go out there and beat you. It doesn't matter if I beat him and he comes back and wants more revenge, you know, what is that? They're going to go out there, come at you hard. We're fighting at the, the top of the top. We're fighting for belts, right? And so, um, what's, there's nothing more on the line. So every time I step out there, I feel that. You know, so I just keep my head down and do my job. You know, the storylines and this and that, those things don't affect me at all. We show up on February 4th, we throw down, and whatever happens, happens. And, you know, I can't take past belts. He can't take his career into that cage with them. It's just whoever, whoever is better on that night, and it is what it is. And for Fyodor Emelianenko, um, I'm curious, you know, you're... 46 years old, going to be 47 this year. How have you been able to outlast your peers that you were fighting against 10, 15, 20 years ago and still in the shape to fight for a title? Surprise myself. <laughs> Конечно, слава богу, да, я хорошо сохранился. God, I well. вот. Ну и, конечно, спасибо моей команде. Ребята поддерживали меня всегда. Ну а так, я просто старался всегда сохранить те качества, которые ну, в молодости развиваешь их, а, скажем, уже... 
преклонном спортивном возрасте их уже стараешься сохранить. Вот, вот я старался их сохранить уже. Спасибо большое. Я бы хотел, чтобы меня помнили только как верующего человека в Бога и э, спортсмена, который за, завоевал сердца своих фанатов именно э, в ринге, в кетче. Не болтовней, не ругательствами, не какими-то пошлыми, низкими словами в отношении своего партнера, своего соперника. А именно вот той работой, которую я проделал в ринге. Я хочу помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-помнить-
um, the people we invite in the cage, like I said, will be people that are special to Fedor. And then my final question for Fedor. Uh, you have several teammates. Anatoly's doing well. Vadim, obviously. As the veteran with all the experience, what's it like to see your younger teammates enjoy so much success now? Для меня это, конечно, большая радость, что ребята стали чемпионами, что то, ради чего я работал, все эти годы тренировался. Вот новое поколение достойных бойцов, чемпионов сменяет меня. Of course, I'm very happy to see all that because it's like all this time, all this life, you know, like I did compete at highest level. Plus, right now I have new generation of fighters coming over and they're winning the belts. They have a good career, so I have. No legacy behind me that I'm going to leave. And like a thanks to God that you know was a part of it. Thank you all for making the time. Uh, Fedor, everybody asks you about legacy and to look back, but I'm wondering when you were a young fighter in 2000, you make your debut in rings. What did you have in your head for what your career would look like? Did you think about this? Тогда было, я только перешел из самбо и дзюдо вот в профессиональные поединки. Back then I just switched over from like judo and sambo competition over to professional fights. Вот начал работать с, ну, в зале. It was just the beginning, like that I was going to the gym. Я должен был учить в какой-то степени, ну, куда я пришел. I had to learn like what I have to do here because it was new for me. Я поставил кассеты с последними соревнованиями. Я был смотрел, как VHS с последними турнирами ММА в разных версиях. И посмотрел, как бьются чемпионы, я понял, что могу с ними, через определенное время смогу с ними состязаться. Что ничего такого особенного, но я не увидел. It wasn't something that you know I can I couldn't do. Просто нужно работать. Just have to work hard. So did you imagine that more than two decades later, when people would talk about you the way they talk about you, or was did that just happen organically over the course of your career? Нет, в тот момент, конечно, я не думал об этом. No, at that point, I definitely didn't think about that. Просто от боя к бою старался максимально хорошо подготовиться и победить. Just my like point, like I I just was trying to fight, you know, be prepared at best and just win the fight, every single fight I was going to. And I understand so this is your last fight in Bellator and last fight in mixed martial arts. Would you consider another combat sport to compete in? Is that a possibility or are you done competing entirely? Like right now, you know, I watch like as the MMA stars competing in boxing. Конечно, мысли о том, мог бы я выступить, ну, биться также или нет, были. 
I did think about it, like if I can do it as they do or not. I had those kind of thoughts. Вот, но я хочу закончить свою спортивную карьеру. But I want to be done with it. Совсем. Completely. Thank you. Great. Question for Fedor back here. Uh, recently, you know, Habib Nurmagomedov, speaking of retirements, he retired fully from his MMA involvement. I'm just curious, after your career finishes up this weekend, are you planning to still be involved with MMA, or will you do something similar to like what Habib's doing now, where he's just completely distancing himself? Да, у меня, конечно, спасибо большое за вопрос. Конечно, у меня есть моя команда. Oh, well, yeah, thank you very much for your question. Um, of course, I, I'll be involved still because I have my team. This is like, these guys, they're like family to me. No matter what's going to happen, I'll be next to them all the time. We'll, we'll try to do my best and help them any way I can. All my life I was in sport. Поэтому без спорта я себя не представляю. The sport is part of my life. Параллельно там или еще как-то, но я буду все равно передавать свой опыт, давать советы какие-то. No matter what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna still share like my experience, all my knowledge. То есть я без спорта думаю, ну даже если будет другая какая-то работа или другие другие увлечения, спорт уже у меня в крови. No matter what I'm going to do, I may have different hobbies. Wherever, wherever it's going to be happening, no matter what, I'm going to be still live, live with, with my team and sport. Because sport is in my blood. And just what were your thoughts on Habib announcing that, though, that he was going to go completely away from MMA? Do you understand his decision, or was that something surprising to you? Но это решение Хабиба. Ничего такого противоестественного или противозаконного в этом нет. Вы знаете, возможно, нам, спортсменам, мы столько времени отрываем, скажем, от своей семьи из-за спорта. Что надо, да, иногда хочется бросить это все. Sometimes you call it quits and that's it. Особенно когда дома маленькие дети ждут. Especially when you have young kids and they're waiting for you. Thank you, Fedor. Question for Scott. You know, Fedor is obviously considered by many as the greatest heavyweight of all time. But I'm curious for you, like, where do you rank him amongst like all divisions? Would you say he's the number one across the border? Where Where do you kind of place him? You know that that's a tough question. There's there's so many great fighters that have been in the history of this sport, but uh, you know when you talk about heavyweight, that's that's how I feel. The body of work has been you know just amazing, and and um, when I think about let's say pound for pound or you know like like in the legacy of, of what he's what he's done, I think you know I, I just I just haven't seen anybody out there that's done more, and that's just that's just how I feel. And, and you talk about a fighter that's still explosive, that's still fast, that's still dangerous. And, uh, you know, uh, he's proved that in his last several fights to get to this point where he, he deserves a shot. So um, I think that, you know, it's, it's, is there somebody else that has done more in this sport? I'm, I'm not sure. 
And I wanted to ask you, Scott, about uh, you know any cross promotion plans for this year aside from with Ryzen. You know, you've been getting called out, I guess, by the ACA president wants to do some Bellator <laughs> stuff. I mean, is there any ideas right now of working with anybody similar to Ryzen in that kind of capacity, or is it still too? Similar? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, ever since that fight happened, we we've been very popular. The phone's been ringing, and everybody wants to fight us now. But um, you know, we have a business to run too. We have a lot of fights that we have to get done. We have great tournaments ahead. We have great fighters to promote. And uh, that's the, the, the thing with Ryzen really was something that was special, it was very unique. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do this, you know, this year again with Ryzen next year. But the door is open, and if it makes business sense and it works for everybody, and including our network and, you know, your partner or the other, the other, the, the, the league that you're fighting, let's say, like Ryzen, and it works. The part, part of the tricky thing is who gets the TV rights and where does it go? And if they have a home and you have a home, it becomes, it becomes complicated, right? So. Um, we were able to work out with Ryzen. It's a case-by-case -case basis, but the door's open for anybody, you know, to have that conversation. Thanks, Scott. This, quest <clears throat> this question is for Fedor, and if Scott Coker wants to chime in, he can as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Fedor, so, Fedor, we all know that this is your retirement fight, but... If you win the title and if Francis Ngannou comes over to Bellator, would you consider fighting him to unite the UFC and Bellator titles? Знаете, ну некорректно, наверное, говорить при действующем чемпионе Probably it's completely incorrect to answer that question because of the Ryan Bader is over here and he's the champion at this moment. This is my last fight and all I think of is just this last fight with the champion of Belgium. I want to have this fight with the champion of Belgium, Ryan Bader, and be done. Steven Guadagno, Carewater Sports. Uh, Ryan, kind of similar to that uh, question that she just asked Fedor, is that somewhat of an elephant in the room for you is if you are to be uh, successful on Saturday, you know, possibly an Nganu fight uh, uh, could be in your future? I haven't really even thought about that. You know, I got Fedor in front of me. It's one of those things where, you know, you can put a ton of names in front of me that are out there, you know. Um, when I run across it, we'll run across it. But, you know, concentrate on him right now, and that's where my head's at. Uh, Scott, for you, is that, I mean, I'm sure that's come to mind, possibly uh, Nganu coming to Bellator. Is that uh, something, I don't know, you're working on? You know, I'll tell you, um, our policy has been we reach out and talk to every free agent that is available to, to talk and have a conversation and to bring the top free agents to Bellator. And um, um, we have reached out. There is dialogue. And we look forward to having a sit down with him at some point in the near future. Marcos Viegas for Fight Up TV. Uh, Question is for Scott Coker. Scott, uh, now that we're talking about you know potential free agents coming over to Bellator, has there been any uh, communication with uh, Nate Diaz uh, to see if you guys could bring him over to the promotion? Um, yes, there has been dialogue um, with everybody. I think that um, Nate was somebody that you know there you know Mike's talking to his management and you know it's just preliminary talks. 
there it's just you know an ongoing conversation but uh, if there's anything to update you know we'll let everybody know but you know right now it's just dialogue what do you think it's going to take for you guys to go ahead and close something like that not only for Nate but also for uh, Nganu who's also testing the free agency waters I mean listen you know it, it there's every fighter has different needs right so we're going to sit down and have a conversation and with with Francis I think it'll happen you know sooner than later with Nate maybe it'll be later than sooner and really I think with Nate it's going to be depending on when he's ready ready to come back you know sometimes he takes a, a long period off sometimes he comes back you know quickly so we're, we'll be in dialogue with everybody because, again, top free agents, we, we definitely want them to, uh, to, to come here and have a home here, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to those conversations. Other questions for Ryan? Hey, Ryan, um, is there any mixed emotions coming into this fight, seeing that you know, this is Fedor's last fight and, and just the reverence that he has amongst uh, the MMA fans and, and what he means to the sport? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, uh, me going out to going out there and doing my job and winning, you know, I'm the bad guy, you know, taking taking that away from him, you know, and just like I was saying earlier with the couple legends that are ret retiring, you know, Shogun and you know Glover and stuff like that, you know, you want want to see those guys go out on a win, you know. Um, so, I, but I'm in that position, and what am I going to do? Go in there and just fold up for him, you know? I, I got to do my job. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I respect that guy a lot you know what he's done in this sport but you know also as a person and um, you know um, I got a job to do but at the end of the day I know uh, both you and Fyodor are focused uh, but picking uh, piggying back off the question that the young lady over here asked uh, even the mention of, of uh, Francis and Ganu fight does it kind of make you like tingle a bit or, or salivate at, at the thought of that if you are uh, in fact the winner on Saturday night um, yeah, I mean, potentially. Do I really want to fight him? You know, I don't know. You know, but I, I think I have the uh, skill set to go in there, you know, and, and um, you know, stay away from those big bombs and stuff like that. And, and look, you know, um, there's fighters that are scary and, and you say their name and you're like, man, I want to fight that guy and stuff like that. But, you know, we're in this sport and, you know, I have a belt here because, you know, I think I can beat anybody at any given night, you know, and, and I stand by that. And so, and you throw anybody in the cage, I'm going to go in there with the, the mindset that I'm going to go in there and beat them, you know, and it, it's, I've, I've walked in there every single fight thinking that, and, and, you know, a few in my career when I was younger that, you know, I had some doubts, and it didn't turn out so great, you know, and so there's a couple fights there where I said, you know what, you know, I'm going to flip this little mindset that I have, and, and um, I can, and I am the best in the world, and it's worked out great since then. Next question is for uh, Fyodor. Uh, hello. Good to see you again. You know, this is your last press conference. Tomorrow will be your last weigh-in ever. Uh, and Saturday night's the last time you step into the cage. How's the mood been like uh, for you coming into this week, both uh, emotionally and mentally? Uh, thanks God that it's all happening for the last time. <laughs> Why, like, are you just like fed up with it? Like, are you tired of all the hard training and you just want to start the next chapter? Like, where does that come from? Yeah, probably yes. There's about time. Does it make you feel sad at all? Not sad at all. Может быть, Скотт еще позовет меня на какую-нибудь пресс-конференцию. Like <laughs> you know, piggybacking off of that, uh, Scott, um, 
and you could uh, answer this too as well, Fyodor. Uh, exhibition fights. I, I read something, and just as my mind going to, hey, Anderson Silva and Fyodor, exhibition? It's, it's not a real fight, but I think there would be a lot of interest in that. I mean, I think I can answer that. I mean, um, one of the conversations with one of the fighters was, was Anderson, and, uh, and he, he chose uh, to just box, and he wanted to fight in a boxing match uh, against Jake. And uh, he said the wear and tear on his body to do MMA was, was too tough. So he, he declined the fight. So that fight I don't think will happen at, at any level because we've already offered him that event. What did uh, Fiero say about that? I have many other things to do, possibly not. Now, uh, finally, you know, like, you're, you're a living legend, and some people, like, don't ever, like, get to that status, but, like, do you ever sit back and think about, like, the things you've done in this, in your career, and, and like, how people see you and how revered he is in, in this community? Ну что, я стараюсь не думать и не, не принимать уже, что я там легенда и прочее. Но свой опыт я стараюсь передать. But my experience I'm trying to share with my team. Fyodor, hello. Uh, you retired in 2012. You had many things to do then. You had family. Uh, what makes you so sure that you are ready this time? when maybe you weren't ready to completely retire 10 years ago? Uh, My age is different. Uh, <laughs> Time to, to be done. Yeah, my family was waiting for me way too long. My mom asked me to be always worry. Вот. И, конечно, возраст, My age. скажем, ну, те, те нагрузки, которые выполнял, я уже их не удерживаю. А готовиться к, бойца, ну, к молодым бойцам нужно полноценно, конечно. All right, guys. Hey, thank you all for coming, by the way. You know, we, we, we love to give out fighter awards, and we got the main event and the co-main event. We do these title fights and fight of the nights. I got to give a little press awards because this was one of the most fun press conferences I've been to. The Michael Jordan potbelly comment was excellent. I think Josh Gross stole it from you when he asked Fader if he would ever box or grapple, and the young lady surprised us all by bringing in Francis Ngannou's free agency. Now, I got to tell you guys, it's fight week. We are going to be back here. We've got a press conference and a big announcement for the Grand Prix. We're going to do that on Friday. we got weigh-ins to get to, and even right now, we're going to clear these tables out. All the fighters, including Scott Coker and myself, will be available if somebody would like some questions in a, a scrum-type atmosphere. We are going to face them off, and I will remind you all that these two world title fights and the entire Bellator MMA event is going to be this Saturday, February 4th, 9 o'clock Eastern on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Thank you all. What a sport.